Hello, and welcome to Paradox, untold stories from athletic directors with Dr. Danielle LaPointe and Dr. Dustin Smith. We have some crazy and unique stories for you, which are made possible by our sponsor, Wall of Fame. At the Wall of Fame, our mission is to bring your school's legacy to life. We transform school tributes to make it easier than ever to celebrate your whole community, showcasing your school's diverse history, proudest moments, and top role models. We understand that the true value of our Wall of Fame is in your content. Whether you are starting a new tribute or adding to an existing one, we give you all the resources you need to build an interactive experience and take your content to the next level. Speaking of next level, let's check in to see what Danielle and Dustin have for us today. Today we have Dion and Burks with us, and I'm really excited to have him with us. How are you doing today, Dion? I'm doing great. Just staying warm, staying dry. <laughs> That's right. Because I just saw you uh, in Arkansas for the Arkansas conference. Um, but I've had the pleasure of getting to know you over the last couple of months. And I'm really excited to have you on our episode today, as I'm sure you are too, right, Dustin? Oh, I'm excited because Dion's a dear friend, um, a mentor, a colleague, uh, a lot of things that Dion, Dion checks a lot of boxes for me. Uh, but Dion is uh, also the, well, I guess in June, maybe in the June, 1st of July, will be the president-elect of our AD Association. He has also done a great job with our uh, awards uh, committee and really enhancing what our awards program has been and what it's become. And Michael Banning's running with that. He's a He's a former guest, or a previous guest, I should say, um, and he's followed in Dion's footsteps. So Dion laid the groundwork for that. But Dion Burks is an AD in Lincoln, Arkansas. It's a consolidated school district, and we can talk about that a little bit if we want to. But Dion wears a – he and I share the same barber. Um, <laughs> we have the same mindset because Dion has a different uh, role. He also has transportation under his – his watch. So he's not only the AD, but he also is the director of transportation too. So um, I'm sure, I'm sure there's some time. stories in that world, <laughs> but Dion is a, uh, a true friend, a great friend of mine and somebody that I bounce a lot of ideas off of. You, you commented on his office and the size of his office. Um, that's just because when you're big time, you got to have a big office and that's, I've, I've gotten to go up there and spend some time with Dion in his office and, now, it is a catch-all for a lot of things. Uh, his trainer was in there when I was there. He's got an assistant that's in there as well, so he shares his office with some other people. Uh, but he is big time, and Dion, man, I'm pumped that you've, you've taken the time to jump on the podcast with us because um, I'm looking forward to laughing and having a good time. Uh, thanks for having me. Again, like I said, this will probably be a better experience for me than it will be for you guys. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> definitely some stories that cross over, coaches and buses. You can only imagine. So, uh, you know, so uh, I'm, I'm excited. Love listening to you guys. And, uh, you know, it's things that uh, it was really interesting because it's like this things that people like that. That didn't really happen. Yes, they really happen. So uh, I get it. And so and, and and as one guy said, we talk AD. We all get it. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about being here. Well, Dion, let, let's do this. Tell me what the resume doesn't tell me about who Dion Burks is, because we could talk about your accolades and your award winning, your your sought after speaker now, and people are bringing you into different states to be able to speak. But tell us a little bit about what the, what the resume doesn't tell us about who Dion Burks is. 
Well, you know, I think the thing that the, you know, the AD and the resume just tells you of what I do for, a, you know, a living, which is not a job to me. I, it's just a day I go to go get to do what I love. But but the, the thing that I guess you don't is you know, I got a, a beautiful wife and two great kids at home and, and uh, try to be a great, great husband, father, great brother to my, <clears throat> my, my siblings, uh, be a great son. I mean, those are the things that that are important to me. Uh, that's, that's who I am, you know, uh, somebody that you can bounce things off of and, and, and be there sometimes as a listener. And sometimes I, uh, try to be a problem solver when I don't really need to be, uh, you know, my wife can, uh, can vouch for that. Cause, uh, you know, I, I she just tells me I need you to listen or I need you to help me fix. Uh, so, but that, that's who I am. I, I just, again, I love what I do, so it's really not a job. But uh, the the resume is just again what I do. Uh, who I am is definitely the friend, the the husband, the 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 father. Those are things that I really work hard at to make sure I'm good at. Dion gets the experience of not only uh, unfortunately being labeled as a friend of mine. I'm not sure if that's been. I think it's better for me than it is for him, but. Um, and Daniel, you don't need to make a comment regarding that, but, um, <laughs> Dion is also in the leadership cohort this year. And so he is, uh, traveling that journey and experiencing what that leadership journey and that cohort is. And, uh, I'm sure it was great for him to be able to spend some time with Daryl Nance at our state AD conference as well, because Daryl's that's his baby. Um, but before we dig into any more of that, Dion, let's, let's paint on a map where Lincoln is because, People may know of Lincoln, Nebraska. You're not Lincoln, Nebraska. Let's talk about Lincoln, Arkansas, and where that exactly is. Well, Lincoln, Arkansas, we we used to be really known for the Apple Festival. That's uh, because we had orchards everywhere. But, uh, you know, as the, the smaller farmers go out, but we, we are in the northwest corner of Arkansas. I can tell you, because we bid on all these tournaments, We I'm 16.2 miles off the interstate. So... <laughs> We go uh, due west from Fayetteville, where the University of Arkansas is, uh, and that, that's a funny story because I used to, when my, my wife, I met her, and she's from Iowa, she talks a little faster than I do, and when I, I said, where are you from? I said, I'm outside Fayetteville, and she heard Fevel, and she, she tried to search F-E-V-A-L all day long. And she's like, where is Fevel at? I said, no, it's Fayetteville. I said, but I'm not going to throw that Fayetteville in there. I'm going to throw Fayetteville. I, I say it a little different. And so that's a joke of us. She goes, We're, we just live outside Fayetteville. Fayetteville. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I started throwing in the University of Arkansas. And they're like, oh, Fayetteville. Yeah. I said, yeah, Fayetteville. That's what I said. You know, but, you know, that's Northwest Corner. Uh, Beautiful. I've lived here all my life, except for with a few years. But uh, you know, love it up here. And Dion's got a connection. We got a mutual connection. In uh, the head girls basketball coach at the University of Arkansas is Mike Neighbors, and Mike Neighbors is a graduate of Greenwood High School. But Mike Neighbors is also a really good friend of Dion Burks. Um, so we have a mutual connection there. That's, I mean, not present company excluded. We've got a mutual connection, but. Um, Dion is is a leader in our state. Dion is a, is somebody a lot of people are trying to emulate and trying to do what he does. Um, maybe not want the headache of the transportation side. So let let me ask you that. 
when do you have time to do anything like be a husband and be a dad when you're doing athletics and transportation? Well, I, number one, I'm very fortunate to have great people around me. And you know, you guys all know that if you have great people, it makes your job with what you do really a lot easier. I have actually right before we started the lady that came to get her check, <laughs> uh, she just, I'm like, just tell me what we need. I'll make sure it happens. And, the, and then I have a great mechanic, you know, you have those people that make it run and then you have people that sign the checks. I'm kind of the person that signs the checks on a lot of that. And let, until, until you get that phone call from the state police or something that's happened, then, then that's when you get paid the money. Uh, but, but you know, again, it's, you, you guys know that good when you're fortunate enough, to have great people around you that yeah, it, it eliminates a lot of the headache. I'm not going to say that every day I come in here with 10 items and it goes to 20 and I never have got to item one some days like yesterday I came in with a plan I had a great plan to get ready for spring break that didn't happen you know I spent all day on on the phone to the state police this and that and uh and then that's what my boss called about earlier before we started so is yeah so you have to you know you, you intentions are great but uh you just kind of put out the most immediate fires, the ones that, that are there. And then you just take it from there. And then, uh, but, but one thing I don't do is I don't, I don't skimp on my being the father and stuff. Uh, or I try not to, I'm not going to say I don't, I try not to, because you know, I've called you at night when you're sitting at home with your kids about something. And that's, that's just part of our job. Uh, you know, my, that, it's, yeah, I got all kinds of story on that about, you know, Joe that, you know, or, you know, is this Joe from state farm? Yeah, it really <laughs> is. <laughs> so, you know, but that, but it is, it is a busy time. Definitely a busy time. Now, let me ask you this. How many um, students are at your school? Well, we're a smaller consolidated school. We're, we're 1100 kids, but it's, okay. that's K through 12. Though. We're not, we don't, we have four or 500 kids at the high school. So do you uh, do a transportation for just the high school or for all? Oh, no, for all of them. We have oh, to balance that's a good time. campus and then it's over across. And then you got to get where principals agree to what time they start. So it'll that in itself is uh, getting very <laughs> interesting personalities together because they're all right. And one of them happens to be my wife. So I, you know, yeah. I, she is always right. <laughs> no matter what, she is always right. So. That's on record now. It's on record. Yes, yes, uh, absolutely. She is not wrong. And, and if she is wrong, I just keep my mouth shut. So, <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I'm sure that there's stories in itself and that that's a, that's a big job in itself. Never mind throwing, you know, coaches and athletics on top of that so i'm excited to hear your stories because there's got to be some doozies here i mean you don't yeah, do got, all of that and, and have calm days oh yeah calm days is one of those like when we're not in school i might only get 10 phone calls a day whereas <laughs> when we're in school my, uh, my assistant always laughs at me because she has to sit in here because i'm while i'm on the phone directing traffic kind of you know hey can you do this hey can you take care of that and it's funny because we'll be talking. I'm like, up, oh, got to get this up, oh, got to get this up, oh, got to get this. And, and it's just nonstop. And, and one phone calls ending and the next one's ringing through. And, and I'm the type of guy that I'll give out my cell phone to parents. I don't care. Call me because I'm going to label it and it might be labeled 
hey, you know, this is, you know, Jenny's dad. Do not answer. <laughs> These are the, don't, under any other circumstances, answer. <laughs> Avoid at all costs. Yeah, yeah. Not even on a, you know, your plane crash, like, on, you know, on Castaway, don't answer it either. It don't matter. Don't answer it. <laughs> um, well, let's do it. Tell me, tell me, hit me up with some of your stories. Well, I was being an AD, but I got a phone call one time, but it, it led to transportation. And I have to tell you this one because uh, th this is one that I, I told and, and it scared me at first. And then it turned into really funny because I'm, I'm being an AD, I'm doing stuff. And they get a call and said, hey, little girl got didn't get picked up to daycare. And, and I, my bus driver's doing it. And I said, well, I, hey, it's okay. I got the school truck. I'll just run down there. I'll put her in the back seat away from me. And I'll run her school because it's only like two minutes away. No sense taking a big bus down there for that. And I run down there and get her, and I knew the family. And I was like, "Hey, jump in here!" And because uh, the students had or the parents had went were students here, and and I knew them. Uh, but I was glad to see they had a family together. I mean, they they were they they weren't the best kids in school, but they came out. So I went and picked up their kid, and we're just saying, "Hi, you young lady," you know, trying to make her feel comfortable and all this. And we're just talking, and all of a sudden she goes. She says something about, you know, you know, my mom and dad play bedroom games. And I'm like, play what? I'm thinking, oh, gosh, here goes another day with the state police. I got a hotline there. And, I'm, and so I'm sitting there and I said, so, you know, so now instantly I kick into administrator mode. Well, why don't you tell me about this? What's going on? Because, you know, I'm thinking the worst. And, and she's like, well, you know, my mom and dad said I can't come in. I can't come into the room because they're playing bedroom games. And so. <laughs> You know, all this weight. And then I just start busting out laughing. So I walk in and I tell the elementary counselor and my wife, and they're just laughing as hard as they can because they know the parents. And so now it's like, how do you look at these parents again? Because they're playing bedroom games and that, that you can't play. And she goes, but I asked if I could play. And mom and dad said, definitely no. Definitely no. <laughs> So, you know, when you're trying to be an AD and then you got your mind in this and then the only reason they call you is if it's for something important, but it ended up being simple. But that's that's a simple one, you know. Uh, so let me ask let me ask a couple of questions, Dion. The the first statement you made said, I was being an AD. So what does that really look like? I mean, what what do you mean being an AD? Because that I don't know that I'm ever not being an AD. Well, I was being a, well, the reason I'm being an AD at that point, I always have to tell them because, you know, I'm a parent of a, of an athlete. I'm the transportation director. I'm whatever my superintendent needs me. I might build a school. I might, you know, be in charge of some construction, whatever. And then I'm the AD. So I, at that moment I was like, okay, we got a game this week. I'm trying to make sure, drive the facilities. What, what do we got to do? I'm looking at, at, at like okay this has got to make sure this gets repaired or whatever that that got missed and and my mind is is far away from there because i had thought i'd switch gears because all the kids were at school i wasn't i wasn't the transportation director anymore i had to switch back gears because when it's from about six till about eight i'm the transportation director full-time uh because I'll get calls that, you know, from, hey, the cows are out on road, whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> cattle police. I don't know what to tell you. you know, to, 
to now, hey, there's a gate that came off the hinges at the football field. I got to I gotta get that fixed, make sure the maintenance guys get out there. Or I take my wrenches out there and make sure the gate gets put back on. You know? I you think know, what's really awesome is you said you got her in the truck. And it wasn't, I mean, you, you knew the family, so you got her in the truck and you kept her a distance from you. And then you just had conversation, um, you know, just trying to have simple conversation, trying to make her feel comfortable. And all of a sudden, she goes to a level that you weren't expecting, and it goes there rapidly. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was one of those that it took me, you know, I almost had to tuck my breath away. And I was like, uh, what, 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 uh, uh, I. I mean, what do you say to a kindergartner that's talking about playing bedroom games? With the I'm like, oh, my heart drops, and I, you know, from I'm surprised to I'm going to kill these parents. To did you did you, did you ever tell the parents she said that? I did not. I let my, I, I, no, I let my wife tell that because my wife is the elementary principal. I said this is your job, not my job. <laughs> So you guys eventually did tell the parents she said that. They must have been so embarrassed. Can yes, you imagine? And that, they were they were embarrassed and they're like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe because you know, it's one of those things sometimes you tell your kids like, Hey, do this, so you know, you don't really intend for it to go out beyond your household. <laughs> but nope, it is. And you know, you gotta love kids because they're just gonna be, you know, kids are kids. They're, kids wanna know. play games. I just want to play games too. <laughs> God, no, you don't. No, you don't. I understand that. Uh, you know, but of course, you know, you, you're, you're like, now you're never involved in these bedroom games. Like, no, 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 no. I'm, and so it's like, oh, and then we, you know, you question, you get to the bottom of it, and then it's like, oh, yeah, okay, never mind. Let's let's switch subjects. Let's go to something else. <laughs> well, what did you do in the first day of school? And, <laughs> oh, man. You know, that yeah, little girl is gonna grow up one day and understand what bedroom games is and just be mortified by her. <laughs> oh, she won't even be able to look us in the eyes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> or them. Or them, yes, or them. So, you know, so that's yeah. So yeah, that was uh that was definitely one of those days that you uh put in the you know, that's one of those chapters in the book that stuff you just can't make up. And can't but that's up. that's the point of this though. I mean, because you were going about your day as an AD, just trying to figure out, okay, am I going to have officials? Do I have this game book? Do I have transportation to where they need to be? And then all of a sudden you're called into chauffeur duty. Um, yeah. And so the easy thing to do was, hey, we're not going to send a bus there. I'll just go pick them up. I've got a school vehicle. I'll go pick them up. It wasn't in a white van, so there wasn't any issues there. Um, exactly. But you show up and you pick up the child who, fortunately, you knew their family. But you were just going to solve a problem. Well, and then all of a sudden you get hit with this and I got, I went to just do what I do. We, we, we solve problems, but then I got, oh man, I got twisted up on that one. It, Cause yeah, I mean, what do you tell a kindergartner? Well, well uh, I mean, you, you just don't plan on that kind of conversation with a kindergarten, maybe a junior in high school. Hey, you can't be talking about that. Or, but maybe even a seventh grader that's figuring it out. But but a kindergarten that's out of your comfort zone. You know, you do a athletic. I am athletic not thing. that I am not the oh. sex ed teacher. I am not that. <laughs> we have a lot of titles. That is not one of them. <laughs> I don't even do like doing that with my kids, let alone you? somebody else's kids. So <laughs> But I mean that was an easy one for you. It's it's bedroom games. You disagree yeah. with that. Yeah, they're playing better. Don't go in there when they're having bedroom games. You don't need to be a part of that. They'll tell you the winner. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> I don't know if that one's like I said. It's so much AD. It's just being an educator. We deal with those things. So you know that's. Yeah. yeah. We're all we're all results of the bedroom games. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Could have done without that one, Dustin. Yeah. <laughs> true. Yeah, I mean, true on both occasions. Could have done that, but it, but also true in one. Yeah. So, yeah, do you got do you got another story for us? I mean, we could we could talk about this for a while, or we're going to say we could probably move on from that. One, okay, right? good. <laughs> we don't need. Danielle's really uncomfortable right now. Yeah. Well. The other one goes to another kid. Just, I mean, I thought of these simple ones and stuff. And then that was one is one of my football games and official says, Hey, this ball's not aired up enough. And, you know, and it was just, we just had, it was a seventh grade game. And my, my, honestly, my mind went to seriously, this is a seventh grade game. So I said, no, I'll take care of it. And you hand the ball to the, this little kid. And I said, Hey, go in my office, air this thing up to eight pounds and uh, come back to me. Bring it back out here. He said, all right, yes, sir, coach. I, I mean, he was gung-ho. He's just ready to go. He takes off, runs a few steps. We're all looking at him. We're sitting there, and he just stops. And he turns around. He walks back, says, coach, how do I weigh it? How do I weigh the ball? And I, deep breath, and I'm like, yes, son, you don't weigh the ball. There's a little needle there that says pounds of pressure. And I said, you air it up till it says eight pounds. But he was serious as could be. I never, he was, he was a, I don't know, he's a high school kid, but he turns around and, and you know, you, you assume as a, as an educator, sometimes these kids know things, <laughs> but they don't. And it's just, you're like, really? And, and so, you know, I mean, I mean, it's not as good as the bedroom games thing, but you know, but, but it was, it was a, it was one of those things that I'm sitting there and it made me think, made me think about things then. So I've, I've been a lot more. So when I'm a little more wordy, now you understand why. Because I've had kids ask me how to weigh a football, you know, have that. So I make sure I explain myself very, very diligently. I mean, just the thought process of the kid. I mean, he just gung-ho, just ready to solve the problem like you were. And, I mean, I'm impressed that you knew to blow it up to eight pounds. Um, you just knew that off the top of your head or what? Is this- <laughs> Actually, the official said it. Now, I wouldn't tell anybody but you guys. I mean, everybody I guess will know now, but you, sometimes you just act like that. Did you knew that? Yeah, I knew that. Absolutely. I, do. I mean, don't you? You know, like, you know, sometimes, they, you know, I, it, it goes back to when I got ready to propose to my wife. She was, she was, I was texting her. And I was like, I, I'm going to marry you someday. And so I was texting her. I said, well, what kind of ring you want? She didn't realize I was standing at the jewelers right then. And so I'm just asking her questions. You want Tiffany band? You want this cut? Do you want that cut? And she's like, I am so impressed that you know all this stuff. I said, well, you know, I said, just a hobby. <laughs> so you take some of those things and you just say, yeah, I knew that stuff, you know. So. See, we, we had to, and to go along with that, we had a situation last night at a baseball game. It was a JV baseball game. Stri- swing and strike three, catcher drops the ball. And as the runner is, the kid is swung, and he sees the catcher drop the ball, and he takes off to run down the first baseline. Well, he inadvertently kicks the ball because it just squirted out there. Do you know what the rule is for that? I don't think so. I no. Really don't. I don't think I do either. So 
it is similar to if the ball's been hit and the the runner's hit by the ball, then it's a dead ball and the, the, the batter's out. Because otherwise, if you don't do that, and this is what the official was telling me, and I was like, yeah, I knew that. I mean, that makes sense because he called it dead ball. And so, what I mean, even if it's inadvertent, because then kids are going to get to the point where they're trying to look, kick the ball. Kick the ball. It looks yeah. inadvertent, and then they'll kick it over there somewhere. And then so they make so, sure they get on base. So that's real. So it's like Dion said, the umpires tell me, I was like, yeah, I knew that. I mean, I saw the, I saw the coach arguing, but I knew that th- that was the result. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it makes sense to me. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I agree with it. Yep. Yep. That's it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Now then you'll keep that though. I will never, I will never question that again. I will ha- hold that for the rest of my life. I but, don't but, know. But you'll do that. And, and, and like, we will be able to be better. I mean, like, look, but like we're know-it-alls on, on as an AD because it'll happen. I was like, actually, the rule is this, and I'll, I'll pull that out one time. Cause... So let me ask you this question, Dion. You being an old basketball coach, yes, have you ever in your life seen a 10-second violation on the opening tip? On the opening tip. So I can't say a jump ball because now the jump ball just is yeah, possession arrow. But yeah. if it's a ten, have you ever seen a ten second violation on the opening tip back court violation? I do not believe I've ever seen that. And I, I, I witnessed that twenty two years. I mean, I witnessed it. You witnessed a tip, just caught it and held it. No, they were trying to pass it back and forth, but they were going east and west instead of north and south. So they were throwing it back and forth across to Good. each other. And you know my coach. They got the one three one. They do their trap. Well, they got the tip, and we went and trapped them. And all of a sudden, they're trying to throw it side to side instead of going up the court. And they got a ten second violation on the opening tip. Yeah. So in essence, you lose two possessions there. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, well, I don't think I've seen your teams play. I don't think that one possession was probably going to matter much, <laughs> <laughs> especially if they're that worried about it. That one three one, that probably not going to matter much. Uh, yeah. Probably by the tenth possession, it was over with anyway. But <laughs> l- let me get back to your story. When the official said this ball isn't aired up properly, and you said he said, or she, the official said, it needs to be up to eight pounds. Did it register with you? I mean, what was the conversation like after that? Did you just say, "I'll get this kid on it," or did you think maybe I should go do this and make sure it's done right? Well. No, I actually instantly thought, well, what kids around here that'll help me? <laughs> well, it was, also, it was also a seventh grade game, you said. It wasn't yeah, like well, that. and I mean, because honestly, in my mind, like, if it's a senior high game, yes, sir, let's get right on it, make sure it's done. We're talking about a seventh grade game, and I'm like, I mean, I, I want you to be professional, and I really, in a seventh grade game, I want you to work hard for my seventh graders. But, but I don't know very many seventh grade <laughs> that it, it's going to really matter if the ball's aired completely up. I mean, they're not Tom Brady who needs an extra grip or anything and deflates the ball. <laughs> I was waiting for a deflating game comment. I was waiting for that to come. <laughs> you know, but, but I mean, you know, and, and, and back when that happened, you know, 90% of the teams turn around and handed it off. Like, this not really going to matter, but I was trying to be professional and I just instantly turned around and you always got those kids hanging around that just want to please. And this kid wanted to please and he was in a hurry to do it. And then, but then he just stopped in his tracks. Like maybe I need to ask a few more questions. <laughs> well, I'm happy that he even asked because I think a lot of kids would have just ran away and pumped it and 
came back and it would have been this overinflated ball now. Uh, so I think yep. it's a, kind of impressive that, that he asked in itself. But I'm sure he knows now, right? He now That's knows right. for the rest of his life how to fill There's, up a ball. So now it makes you proud, though, because he asked that question is when they say fill your tire up, you know, to 35 pounds of pressure. He gets it that he's not trying to weigh the car to 35 pounds because that would have been real confusing for a first time trying to figure out how much air goes in something. So, Speaking you know, of confusing right. for the first time. Um, we've, we've had a few of those moments on this podcast. And so I'm going to ask this question, Danielle. Do you know what PSI stands for? Okay. We are not playing this game. This is not a fun game. I knew where this was going as soon as you opened your mouth. Like, no. Yeah, PSI, I know what it is on your tire, all of that. But no, this is stopping this right now. Dion, let's this hear more education-based athletics. No, That's what we do. You don't I pick and choose when we do you, this. Dustin. This is why I look so forward to doing this. Some of the best is when you guys banter back and forth. Right there. That's the best. I, I, I said, forget who's on there. Let's just listen to you guys. It's great. And let me tell you, from being with you guys in person, it's no different. It's awesome. It's entertainment. For them. It's not a show. I mean, this it, is, it is not. This is what we do. It, it is. Uh, it's in person. It's not just for this. This podcast it is in person and live and it, it is you know those live shows are better because there is no editing you get the whole thing <laughs> even when somebody gets tongue-tied you get the whole thing so it's all <laughs> i don't know how we've come to this we used to be friends <laughs> frenemies you know, that's, that's frenemies yeah i like it frenemies <laughs> Oh, yes, I, I understand. So, Dion, you've spent your entire administrative career at Lincoln, correct? Yes. Yes, sir. That's... So anybody who would listen to this is going to know that they, maybe they're involved in these stories because yes. you've been there the whole time. Bedroom yes. parents are going to know it's them is what you're saying. <laughs> <They're>... <laughs> hey, I will be impressed if they come up to me and talk to me about a podcast. <laughs> All right. I mean, they're. They're good people, but I just don't think they're podcast type of people. No, they're bedroom type of people. <laughs> they're, they're, well, I mean, they might be listening to different types of podcasts, not our type of podcast. So, We're going you know. to a different level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we probably need to take a U turn and go the other direction. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, I mean, I've had a great time. I mean, we were just all in Arkansas together. So it was great to hang out in person, but I love listening to your stories. And I think that's really unique that you're still at the same school for your entire career. I don't feel like you hear that very often anymore. So right. that's a really, really cool thing. It's, I think it's one that I, well, you know, when I first started coaching, I, it was something that my high school coach had told me. He's like, don't just bounce around because you won't want it. And I've actually taken that into my hiring practices. I, I've seen people come in and apply, have state championships, all this, but you look and it's two years here, two years here, yep. two years here, three years here. And I'm like, well, that's not, and, and we're, you know, we're consolidated, we're a poverty school. So we, I don't, our kids don't need that. So I think that's the one thing too, because I'm actually at the school that I graduated from now and, and spent that. And it's cool being part of that, but I also remember those days and I know what they go through. I, I was one that had five coaches or from my seventh grade to my senior year, I had different basketball coach 
every year. And I loved them all, but it was, it was hard. And, you know, I, it's hard listening to everybody that, well, you know, coach so-and-so coached me from the time I was in sixth grade until I graduated. And we have such, I have great relationships with them. I actually hired one of mine's son to be my basketball coach, but it's, it's, it, I just know that it's a lot better if you have that where, where it's a consistency, especially with some of our kids that they have enough inconsistency at home. So, you know, so, so I try to provide that, but yeah, it's, I tried to do that when I, when I did make a change, it was because it, it was a true change, not just talent hop, not just, you know, uh, and I respect a lot of those coaches that go and fight through the tough stuff and the administrators that fight through the tough stuff, not just leave because it's easier. So, well, here's what I've been, I've been pleased with Dion. I, I mean, I know you're big time and I tell you that quite often. Now the world's going to get to experience that and understand just how big time, but even big time has to deal with bedroom games and underinflated basketballs. I mean, it, there's nothing below you, Dion. you you, you do you it all. So, man, I appreciate you jumping on here in short notice, too. You you came on, and we've talked about this since we were in Nashville together, all three of us, and you got to – I don't know if it's the day that will live in infamy for you when you met Danielle or if you will <laughs> uh, be proud of that. But the reality is we've been trying to get this for a while, and I appreciate you taking the time to jump on board with us. No, I I appreciate it. You know, I, And, yes, it did make an impression the first time I met you guys together because uh, – you know, you have this picture drawn, and not in a bad way, but it was not the picture I had drawn. Okay. <laughs> hey, this is who I do podcasts with, so I, you know, on your mind, I know you, and your personalities are different. Good, but different. And I, I have that saying, you know, it's different. That's not a bad thing, just different. And so I had a different picture drawn, and then when I met her, and and then you guys sitting there and listening to it, like I said, the live show was way better than the. <laughs> so I, it was it was great, and I enjoyed meeting meeting you, Danielle. And and it's been you know, of course, Dustin, we're friends and always will be. And and like I said, uh, uh, it, it was it's been fun. I, like I said, it was it was nerve wracking at first because you, you know you go blank. Oh gosh, what what stories do I have? What stories mm-hmm. do I have? How can I compare? Because I've listened to some of them. How do I compare to that? Yeah. But you know, it's fun, and, uh, you know, we just uh, – uh, it is good. It's I, interesting. I, go ahead. Go no, ahead. it's interesting because quite a few guests have said, like, right, they're like, I really had to, like, go take back and think about, like, what are the good ones? What are the ones do I want to share? And you kind of go blank when you're put on the spot. You know, you yeah. know you have these crazy stories, but when you got to think of them real quick, it's not that easy. Here, here's one that I, but I got to tell you this because I actually, I had to ask my wife for permission first and she's <laughs> like, Oh, absolutely share it. Because you know, you always have parent problems. Kid didn't play, didn't do that. One time after a game, the worst rear chewing I could do. And I couldn't say much back was from my wife. <laughs> I did my kid. Not, and I'm like, what do you say to your wife? I mean, you always have the good comments to other people, but what do you say to your wife? What did she say to you? What did she say to you? That's what I wanted to know. My son's not getting up because I was out there helping with, and of all things, it was a peewee football thing. And my kid (laughs) had a sprained ankle and I was like, okay, I'm going to play him if I have to, but I really, you know, this young of an age, I'm trying to be a professional about it. 
don't be a professional when you're supposed to be a dad <laughs> helping coach, okay? Uh, and I'm coaching, and why is my son not getting Are you not going to play him? Are they better than him? And what do you say to that? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I understand. I should have played him. Yes, ma'am. I should have played him. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> And so well, I don't know if you say yes, ma'am. Is my kid not better than is it? Well, I didn't say kid yes, better than mine? yes, ma'am. Wait, no, no. <laughs> and and, and it, it always happens that way. I was coaching t-ball or coach pitch ball where you load the ball in the machine and pull it back and it shoots the pitch. And we have a thousand people telling my son how to bat. Her being one of them, and me being a dad, I see the look <laughs> on my son's face, and it's frightening, and. I don't think, I just do, and you know that's not good between husband and wives. You have to think before you do. But I just yell, everybody, shut up, stop. I mean, it's in front of everybody. Well, needless to say, we didn't speak for a day because that's my son. And I, yeah, and so she, I was like, you didn't see what I saw. I don't care. I have every right to coach her or coach him. I was like, well, actually, you don't. And that was the wrong answer because I should have just kept my mouth shut. And, there, but there was no bedroom games for Dion that night. No bedroom games for Dion. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, you took the L. You took uh, the I L took on the that one. I took the loss. And uh, we almost forfeited the season on that one. So I'm just telling you. Uh, yeah, it was uh, needless to say, you know, that was after my second kid. You know how many kids we have? We have two. Uh, no coming back from that one so it was kind of tough that was uh, that was one of those instances that we laugh about it now but it was uh at that moment it wasn't so funny but it is stuff that you just can't make up it was uh you know i mean like of all people that you think you're going to take a rear to and that you just the worst your wife is usually not on your list but it was that day. I, I took for two different days baseball, and that might be the reason I play. I coach basketball is because I, I I took a butt chewing in in baseball, and I took a butt chewing in in football. So I just stuck with I just stuck with basketball. I didn't take one summer for that. So you yeah. know. But anyway, I, I had to throw that in there because uh, if I didn't, I, I might I might have taken another L. So, you know. <laughs> well, and, and that's, that's a valid point because there's a lot of ADs who are in the same situation, not necessarily their wife is a principal in your term of transportation, but, but um, you know, you have to play the parent role and the AD role. And sometimes that mixes. And, you know, Dustin's said it many times, you're trying to buy some milk at a grocery store and, or you're at a game watching your child play and another parent wants to talk to you about something else. And those are blurred lines right there. And sometimes you think you're doing the right thing, but your wife lets you know you're not. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, why weren't you watching? I was like, I was watching. I was standing over there talking to somebody you didn't see. No, you weren't. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to argue that one. I'm not, not going to win. So, yes, ma'am. Okay, I, I'll do better. I will do better. So, uh, and, you know, and so, and it's just, she loves her kids and wants to, you know, and that's it. It is a tough line. I say it all the time. One of the toughest things I've done is be an AD and a parent of a kid on those teams because, as I tell my parents all the time, you think I just because I'm the AD, I agree with everything my coach does? I don't. Mm-hmm. Because that's what makes the world go around, I said. And it's also gave me a great perspective on my kids and what those parents are going through. 
because those are your prized possessions. Those are who that's that's what you want them to be great. And so it's it's really tough. It it is definitely gave me a new perspective on how how to visit with parents at times. Well, I'm, I'm again, I, I'm thrilled, Dion. I, I, I'm sorry that you had to uh, take the L's, um, especially with your wife. That's a tough one. Um, I've got some stories I can share that, but this story, this this podcast wasn't about me. This is about you getting on here, letting the world know how big time you really are, um, and then sharing these stories. And again, man, I appreciate you laughing even at yourself um, and some of these scenarios that you had to deal with, but. That's the reason why we started this podcast. I appreciate you jumping on. Well, it, I it 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 was good. I do enjoy. Like I said, I appreciate you guys having me on. But also, it has been good because when I'm listening to them, and as I drive to uh, Gulf Shores, Alabama, I'll probably get caught up on all of your uh, podcasts. But it's good <laughs> because sometimes listening to it, it helps you realize I'm not in this alone. We've all had those days, or we've all had that, and we do have to laugh at ourselves because. You know, early on, you don't you you try to be this professional and everything. So it, it's good to hear that we've all had those days. We all have those stories, and we're not alone. And uh, everybody deals with the same stuff. I mean, mostly the same stuff. You know, I don't know if everybody else has dealt with those things, but you know that that. But we have similar stories. So absolutely, that's and that's the that's exactly what we we're trying to do is try to make everybody not feel alone. You know, you're. There's a lot of people out there who are trying to do the same thing and have these, what is happening? Am I being recorded moments? (laughs) And uh, I appreciate you sharing them. Um, I think it'll help, you know, anyone who listens to it. So thank you very much. And um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed speaking with you at the conference and, and also, you know, today. I enjoy it. You guys keep doing what you're doing. And uh, I, I always say, do what you do and uh, and it'll make a difference and it helps people. If nothing else, it just helps them laugh. So I appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Thank you. That wraps up this episode. Thank you for listening and thank you to our sponsor, Wall of Fame, who excels at telling your school stories and supports us in telling ours. Check out the description of this episode for a link to receive a discount on all Wall of Fame products. We are looking forward to the next story and hope you are too.